Warning, this week's content might be, uh, sensitive to certain listeners. We'll talk about Magic the Gathering, wow, and occasionally use curse words. Hi everyone, welcome to this week's episode of Stay A While and Listen. Tonight we're joined by, uh, Matt and Candace as... Yay! Per the usual. We're supposed to be. <laughs> uh, we're, I'm sorry, we're boring. We're going to try and transition away from the tabletop aspect and back into something a little more general, because we did a little over a month, actually. Sorry, we ran a week extra. Yeah, but but it's February. It's a tiny month, right? Absolutely. Yeah. We're going to try and transition back into some general stuff, and we'll start with uh, going into party roles, because this is a good transitional topic. We can talk about how it's what you do at the gaming table, but it's also kind of what you do in the video game, in the board game. In, in the MMOs. Yeah. yeah and it's, I mean, this is one of those transition points, one of these crossroads where the gaming table for RPGs has informed a lot of other industries. And what works in those, you know, MMO uh, in those uh, RPGs, they're just going to take it and reuse it. And that's not a bad thing, but it becomes a staple of a lot of things. Although it's interpreted as a bad thing sometimes. That was yeah. the backlash of 4th uh, edition D&D. It's too much. It's just, it's just using the same yeah. shorthand. We just codified yeah. it too much. Yeah. Well, and... It, I think that just falls into the idea of what has kind of become a trend-ish, depending on where you're looking at in the market of this streamlining idea of people don't like crunch. They don't like, like numbers. They don't like math. We need to make everything easier for people. It's like, no, no, you don't. That's in a lot of things that that can go. Yeah. But yeah, no streamlining different mechanics because you, you got to admit like, in you know, some of the mechanics like movement or combat, you know, I still stand by D and D fourth editions, biggest problem wasn't uh, committing to the nerd tropes. It was quite literally uh, we did a math hack that was uh, monsters had hit for max damage and had an eighth of the hit points Uh and it shortened the combats enough that it really made it flow better. Whereas uh, until we did the math hack, combat slogged too long. It wasn't yeah. the combat's fault. It was the monster HP was too high. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah. I mean, that fiddles with the challenge rating. But yeah, no, it is what it but is. One of the things that was taken out of it is just the concept of what builds a party and what roles those fill. Because different games will use different words for it. But we generally have... You know, the guy that takes the damage, the guy that heals, the guy that does the damage, you know, and we have different words for it, but like, I mean, tanks, for instance, okay, tank is a, is a role that has always been crucial to both the, the RPG and then you can even take it into video games if you ever played Overwatch. Mm -hmm. So you're making a composite team to be able to do a task and you have the tank class. They take damage. They absorb hits. They don't deal tons of damage, but they're able to actually mitigate the DPS to no, an extent. But they look, but they're made to look big and scary and scream and make oh, the, yeah, yeah. the enemies go, 
that one. I need to hit that one yeah. instead of, you know, the squishy mage in the back who's actually throwing a fireball at it. He's the wall that stands between the glass cannon and everything being thrown in that direction. Yeah. You. Commit to Operation Meat Shield. (laughs) What actually you just made me think is that of all the shit anyone may give Blizzard, they're really good at defining the classes as they are, because you can go into Diablo, you can go into Overwatch, you can go into WoW. Uh, What else? Hearthstone probably has... Some sort of tanky card. I haven't played the game. I've played tons of arts, and you have what would be called taunt minions. And they there usually have small attack, large defense, and then you have to hit them before you can hit anything else. So yeah, they have kind of a tank class in cards. You know, so I think Blizzard, especially with the China debate, with all the shit that we've been throwing at them recently, does the classification of roles really well in their games. Yeah, they, and they, they make them fun. Yeah, they work hard on that, and they, they have a whole hell of a lot of polish to every game. And one of the things they always get right, because, like, okay, you know, when Overwatch came out, uh, its predecessor was Team Fortress 2, but mm-hmm. what most people knew about shooting Memorphogas or, you know, Battle Royale, which came from PUBG and came from Fortnite and those kind of concepts. All of a sudden, you had to build a team to do something. So, you know, Team Fortress 2 kind of did this as well, but WoW knew how to say, okay, let's make a lot of different movable parts to make a team with. And the best way to do that is to have classes of things. So it's basically a modular loadout to whatever you want your team to be with different kinds of tanks and different kinds of DPS and different kinds of healers. And they've even shortened the number of actual things because it used to be support, healer, DPS, tank. Now they just have healer, DPS, tank, and support and healer in the same class, but they keep narrowing it because to refine it. I think they just decided to do that because in, like, WoW, with the years of success that that has seen, along with the re, I guess, Introduction, export, whatever, of classic this past year in, was it September or August? I can't remember. I think it's September. I was, I was just happy playing it. Yeah. <laughs> is that there isn't, and there is support, because support was kind of spread out through all the classes, so it's not, I'm pure support. No. Yeah. You're going to heal shit, you're going to kill shit, or you're going to look scary at shit. Yeah. It well, was your choices. Well, but and, you can make it your own flavor of shit. Yeah. Well, and getting back with tanks, though, I yeah. think, like, because, you know, we're going to run through these different groups, but mm. when it comes to tanks, I mean, if I say the word a tank, I mean, we know what, it, what, the, what that came from, where that name came from. Yeah. The idea of an impenetrable wall, the idea of an actual tank, as opposed to an infantry unit. But... And in, in how that kind of transpired in all the different iterations is full plate mail is, you know, all the armor, all the damage reduction. And so they started to look like walking effing tanks. Well, it's kind of funny, too, because I've played World of Tanks. And 
even within the game of tanks, there's different. You there have are tanks. Tank. Tanks. You have the yeah. tanks of the tanks. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, which is definitely true. Which is. So, what does the tank world mean, though? To me, it's not just take all the damage; nothing can hurt me. It's also punish those that would ignore me. Yeah. Uh, for me, one of the better things was hearkening back to some of the things 4th edition did right. If a fighter hit an enemy in 4th edition, he could mark them. Now, if the marked enemy went past the fighter, they took a penalty. Mm-hmm. If the, or Usually an attack of opportunity. Yeah. Different classes had a, I put the mark on it. If they attack something other than me, they're taking a negative two per mark that's on them yeah. to hit. Mm-hmm. So it's it's not just a way to get the enemy to focus on you is what yeah. is what Well and if you also realize tank for if, like controlling aggro, I guess, yeah, in videos. If, yeah. if you if you go back to WoW, one of the things in WoW is uh that you would pull the aggro of a a mob or crack. Generally, yeah. like you've got so trash or the boss. you would you'd have different classes that were tanks would have aggravate or have you know shout uh-huh. or they'd have something like you Thunders. can go to guild wars and they'd have yeah uh, they had all shout. these things that were supposed to pull aggro yeah. and yeah. the reason you do that is because your DPS you know the way that the the mechanics of the game worked is that things would aggro dependent upon damage dealt to them and the highest fatality rate nearest to them but with a tank, he's not going to do more damage than the DPS. That's the DPS specialty, but he had different skills to pull aggro and to kite mobs. He was, a, in a way, a tank is... The tank portion of why we call it a tank is because it is so armored up. Yeah. It's not because it's carrying the biggest sword. It's because it has the biggest pauldrons on. You know, yeah. If you enjoy the meme. <laughs> but... The tank is there meant to taunt, to get attention, to throw shit in its face, to make it look like it's the most intimidating thing, that you don't care about what's behind me, I'm the actual threat, I'm what's in your face, try and get past me. It's more of a blind rage mechanic in my opinion, to force whatever the NPC is into tricking it to think that you are the most dangerous thing on the field right now and I need to get past you. Yeah, well, and here's a fun little thing that we can actually do. Um, People that play these different roles, do they share common personality or, you know, personality traits? Like, what kind of person... Usually, do you see at a table or in a game ends up playing a tank? I mean, you can't one hundred percent make obvious comparisons. There's variance, but I want to say generally, tanks are the more mature players at the table. I was gonna about to say they're like the team e- mothers, either the more mature or at least older because they know how important that role is. And it's weird because. Like I said, I want to say something like team mothers, and you first think, well, no, the team mother's going to go to the, to the, the, healer. the healer. But no, not, not really. really. They, 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 they want to get out in the middle of it, 
and make sure that no one get else me. It's sort of like a mama bear. Yeah, it, it, it's it's this or the older brother mentality. Oh yeah. Well, and also to be a tank, you have to be strategic. This is very true. Yeah, you need to be able to give direction. I have to say, in raids, generally, some of the best raid leaders are tanks, followed, in my opinion, by healers. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, and like you Because notice- they, of anyone, is watching the entire field, yeah. not just what they're doing. Well, two things, and this harkens back to Overwatch. You can always find uh, fail videos for Overwatch that are hum- humorous. One of the biggest fails that's ever been memed that continues to happen is with the most you know well-known tank in Overwatch, Reinhardt, and he just charges into the enemies, regardless of what his team's doing, and he gets melted. All right? No. Tanks are not invulnerable. They're not vulnerable, but... That's playing them wrong. One of the best strategic things, and this almost broke Overwatch competitive, uh, they had to nerf it to hell by making it to where you can only choose two of each role, is they used to run a formation called GOATS. And it was three tanks, three healers. And that was it. (laughs) And these tanks would wall up, and they'd get on top of the payload or whatever it is, and just slowly march their way through with healers healing these tanks, they never really killed the enemy. It never focused on kills, but they could keep everyone alive so well that <laughs> it just walked that past them. One or two yeah. kills that they picked up by somebody overextending yeah. was more than the enemy got because they were denied everything. Yeah. yeah. Like, even it's like, take- oh, I plinked off a healer. Well, they still have two more, and they're just going to cover for the other guy until he comes back. And think of it this way. Tabletop wargaming. We've both played uh, War Machines and Hordes. Oh, yeah. What does your army usually end up being honestly built around? The Warcaster itself. Well, the Warcaster. The the leader. But what really makes it run, yeah, the Warcaster for his abilities, is what tanks you pick. Oh, yeah. What big guys you pick. Because they have to work off it. Because uh, I used to play a group called Minoth. And you had your tanks, and then everyone else died if you looked at them wrong. Because they were all low level, low HP, low armor. The tank had to protect everything. You had to pick them right. And and that's how it worked. And I play Legion of Minoth. Er, Jesus. I'm going to applaud you because that is a new thing. And that is amazing. Did you they, play they Legion were, or did you play Menoth? They were they were Legion beasts in Menoth armor sneaking. Well, to give an idea for the listener, Menoth is the church in this whole thing. I, I'm going to comment that she's just playing a hybrid class because that's the kind of munchkin we got at this table. Okay, the Legion would eat all the poor choir members. That's what would happen in that real scenario. It really? Yeah, no. So... Legion of Everblight. Yes. Everblight is this Mutated big, elf people. It's it's a dead undead dragon spirit that pissed off another dragon, but has decided As you do. Yep. And took half of the elves and said, You're corrupt now. Come over here with me. What campaign and, was that? Did they just knock on elf's doors throughout the region like a tax collector and like Yes, um, you, you, your child can stay. Y'all are corrupt now. Say what again? Have you heard about our good lord? Everblight. (laughs) Everblight? What? Well, it doesn't matter if you've heard about them. You're coming with us now. 
<laughs> I'm horrible on lore, <laughs> if you can't tell. <laughs> no, but I'm dragons, essentially corrupt mutated dragons, but I'm glass cannons. Whereas he is marching up the field with the tankiest fuck- Oh god, I need to get through that. So I take two biggies and go, I need to get through that big thing before his little things can get to me. Because light everything on fire. Me. Light everything on fire. Yes. Well, it was fire versus fire anyways. Yeah. I can't remember whether it was Warhammer or Chainmail or one of the bazillion uh, fantasy uh, war games. Yeah. But the the Ooh. elves almost ran kind of like a Protoss. They were more expensive per unit, had slightly better oh, skills. 40K. 40K. Yeah, for sure. So Pro- it might have been I'm Warhammer Tau. Fantasy. The Tau. No, no the Dark Tau. Eldar. Dark Eldar, that's right. Uh, Dark Eldar are it expensive been... and put knives on their knives. It yeah. would have been Warhammer <laughs> Fantasy instead of 40K. Probably fantasy would do it. But it right. was basically for the price of a human archer, you're paying twice the price for an elven archer, but he's got two extra hit points and two extra to hit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that was the kind of army I would field, was slightly smaller specialists. But better stats. But yeah. usually works stats. out better. Well, depends. Unless you're orcs, in which case it's just more Daka. Yeah. No, 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 no. Warg! Astra, Astra Militarum. What are you putting on the field? These tanks, and then followed just by an ass load of dudes. Yeah, like the Imperium. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, shot. We don't care. Why? Why do you have so many of those? They're disposable. <laughs> More Daka. More Daka. <laughs> but okay, so that's <laughs> tanks. Speaking of More Daka. More Daka. <laughs> Daka. Deeps. Deeps. DPS. Oh. I'm going to say this and get hated. The brain dead class for most people. Hey. I love playing I love DPS. Deeps. Yeah, for most people. <laughs> but. But I love the fact that. So, my favorite class has to be Shaman. And I'm going to go here. Shaman healer. I don't know why you did DPS. Hmm. <laughs> Hey, I do classed in Digital Shaman Heals. I started off on Deeps because I was a noob and didn't know what the fuck I was doing. And I was just like... Lightning Storm! Lightning Storm! Yes! Lightning Storm! No, literally. Like, when I first started WoW, and this is with my ex... Lightning Storm again! (laughs) I'm right there with you. It's okay. Well, the reason was, is I wanted to be ranged because I didn't want to be up in something's face and die immediately because I... Because I would do that. But I also wanted to be able to take a hit. So it's like, okay, here, for shaman, yeah. you're, you're going to take a shaman because eventually you'll be able to wear chain mail and you can stand across Stone the field armor, and, totems, and, just, and just shoot lightning at everything. I'm like, this is the greatest class ever. My first WoW character, <laughs> I wanted to go in and kill things. And I wanted to go in and kill things with fire. Yep. I was a wizard. wizard. Yeah, I was going to say, and yep. wizard. <laughs> I was not. I got... And this is before... This is before the modern era of whatever you want to call it, but way after classic proper where things like... Uh, what is the... So BC. What is the auto trackers and all that mess? 
Oh, Dungeon Finder and Dungeon yeah, Finder. that came out. That after came out Cataclysm. in Cataclysm. Cataclysm. Yeah, all of that yeah. shit was Which. fairly new. Yeah, so you probably came right after Crusade. Burning Crusade was the newest expansion when I started. Yeah. I never bothered buying Cata that came after. I don't know. Violet Stronghold it, vanilla, was never the same. Vanilla, BC, Wrath of the Lich King, yeah. Cata. Uh, Pandaria? Yeah, it's Cata Pandaria. I know Pandaria. Uh, Battle for Azeroth. No, Battle for Azeroth. After after Pandaria, I lose count because I stopped playing because of community. I had (laughs) Core and Burning Crusade when I started. Yeah. I stayed for one expansion. It's a lich. And then Cataclysm came out and I was like, I'm not buying more for this stupid game. Yeah. Because... I quit MMOs for a couple of reasons. Number one, it really felt like I was having paying for the privilege of working a second job. Yeah. It, uh, the grind De- is real. Depending on what your guild is, who your guild is, you can be there for fun. You can She's be there as a job. <laughs> I like MMOs. Shut the fuck up. She down. is our local MMO mastermind. It's okay. But uh, I've been recently been one of the, tempted by Final Fantasy fourteen. So one of it's the big reasons I quit wasn't just because it was, hey, if you want to be effective and stay in this guild, you've got to do your dailies, you've got to yeah, do your yeah, weeklies, you've got to. Yeah. I don't yeah. have that kind of time. No. And that but just also, meant you had the wrong guild. Yes, ma'am, it did. But Which also you get to raid runs and you have raid schedules. That- but also. Yeah. <laughs> You're a wizard. I don't care that you can build for damage and actually be semi-effective for a damage build. You're a wizard. If you're not built controller, get out of my guild. Fuck you. I want to be. I want to burn faces. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, and, depending it, on which one you're playing, I, I don't think Arcane has ever been top deeps, but I do know that it has bounced back and forth between Frost and Fire multiple times. Well, and the sad thing was is that I think I've always played Frost Mage though. So. I've Heathen. fallen in the same trap that you did because my favorite was I was Shaman Healer. Shaman Healers don't die. Priest Healers die quicker, but you know what Priest Healers do? Heal of three times the rate. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, they yeah. do. And oh, bubble. But here's the thing. So you'd go. I would go into a different raid or a different thing like that and be like, I'm a healer. And they'd be like, you're not optimized. Get out. Mm-hmm. Yes. It's like, if you want to be here... You're going to have to be your a gear, buffs, a buffs. Your gear has thing. to yeah. be a certain number well, to actually be. I went down the wrong tree die. for what they wanted. You'll never want a shaman healer because a shaman healer, would you rather have a shaman healer or a priest healer in that spot back in the day for raids? That like, what do they call the, what do they call the in-game instances? Is that what what I'm thinking of where you can go in with like a four, Dun- four to just, eight? Just dungeons. a dungeon. Just dungeon. Four to eight man party yeah. or whatever. No, it's, fu- it's I want one of those in. I want one of those in 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 the lesser people where you don't have near as many people. Yeah, because then you're not going to die. <laughs> yeah, and I can do great in those. So, but as soon as you hit a raid, well, they the optimize like, class that they'd want, and it just would go bad. Well, you're saying, do you want a priest or do you want a shaman healer? That depends on what I'm healing, and if you give me the choice between those two or a druid healer. Fuck the both of you. Give me that Drew, Drew but that, healer. That's the thing. <laughs> that's the thing. There's going to be healers that are better for a certain thing. And when you get to end game, what it is is it's raids. And what you have to do with a raid is you have to outheal some monster that can hit horrifically. Because raids 
are just about going from boss to boss to boss. Uh, there's a lot more to them than that. There's mechanics. There's you have, well, don't stand in the fire. That. I've played raids. <laughs> I played raids all the but way from we're vanilla not, to. We're Kata. not hyper focusing yeah. on this. We're talking about Fair damage enough. damage dealers. Yeah. So, and they get they get shafted on that because like, if you're not the right kind of damage dealer, they'd never be yeah, happy. Yeah, I always got told that I wasn't good enough, that I wasn't doing enough damage, that something with my with how I pressed the keys was wrong. I'm like, I'm doing it the exact same way that that guy is telling me. I have the exact same gear as him. I don't know. Maybe he's using macros that are outdoing what my little human fingers can do. Yeah. But the fun thing with damage dealers but is that this is also your rogues. These are yeah. your archer rangers. These are as much as a oh, tank cannot be killed by a monster. Fun. You have to kill that monster. We'll we'll get to why rogues are fun later on because it's not the combat half. No, no, no but, I enjoy uh, rogues. But, as I'm sneaking up behind you and stabbing you in the back because all of a sudden it's like. <laughs> Well, I mean, DPS, what a DPS does is because you but can, you can DPS, have... DPS, like you commented, the more immature people, I do think it is yeah. a connection to, I want to be important, and I'm most important by winning the game, and I win the game by killing the monsters. Yeah. This was me when I started out. <laughs> yeah. I will say this. this I actually took DPS because it was the less important role. This is what formed my power gamerness. Yeah. That eventually turned into my rules lawyerhood. Yeah. That led to permanent dungeon master mode because I've got games going in the back of my pocket anytime, yeah. any day of the week. But I'm a young ADHD nerd. Mm-hmm. Growing up, all I wanted to do was kill the things and take yeah. them, take the stuff. Well, I mean, and you gotta you gotta at least see the appeal because. The tank is never going to be the one hoisting the dragon's head over his head, over his hands, because he's not going to do the finishing blow. It's no, he's class. not. No. What you need to finish the fight is some of the deal's damage, and everybody loves to be the dude that actually killed the lich or killed the dragon or defeated the horde of monsters. And so the appeal is there because it seems a very illustrious job, and it seems a very important job, which it is. But it also, it, I'm going to say this and get hated. It is easy to murder hobo. If you want to murder hobo, thanklessly stab, most people that want to do that gravitate to DPS. If you want to be the person that stabs a guy in the head a bunch of times, you're not going to be tank. You're not going to be healer. So a lot of people that just want to go in and stab end up being DPS. I have one one word for you. Huntard. Yeah. <laughs> so... DPS was definitely Little Nerdling's first attempt at yeah. thrashing wildly on the keyboard. And it also and, is usually where most DPS people start. a lot of times, like, now, you will get hated off the board sometimes if you're, not sometimes, you just will, if you are a bad DPS. I was going to say, we can turn this around and there is such a thing as good DPS, mm-hmm. skilled DPS. Yeah. Yes. You eventually got to grow into that role because if you just stay murder hobo, you're going to be like, you haven't done this right. Yeah. We were discussing a couple weeks ago, I Especially built... Especially if you are not watching your aggro. I built a whole mess of archers just to see what I could do to put out good damage numbers on an archer build. Now I'm doing... Now I'm doing the melee builds and I'm... They're much harder to get a baseline. What tier, What class is actually better at this than this? Thing. 
but you can build wrong and still be successful, and you can build right and be unsuccessful, terrible. But a good DPS, you'll forgive me for saying this because some people might not agree. Some people probably will because I think this is the right role for this class, Diablo 3's wizard. Yeah. It is yeah. definitely glass cannon DPS. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. You can wreck a field. But, but don't let anything get near it. Yeah. No, my one-button wizard has three auto-revives regen re just to try and keep it alive because it is a glass cannon. Without that tank crawling stuff, I don't care how effective it is that you, it's... You can do a million damage, and even like fourth lane, but you can do a million damage to one thing, and if it's a boss, good for you. If it's a zombie that's in a horde of zombies, then you just, just fight a zombie so hard that his relatives now feel it, and all the rest of the zombies are still <laughs> shuffling forwards. Yeah. I'm playing a stupid tower defense game on my phone lately, and it's the sequel to a tower defense game I used to play, and now, instead of just, you got these choices of towers that you can level one, two, or three, each tower can also be upgraded with winnings in between matches of different in-game currency. Yeah. And you can... If you get your single target thing hyper-damaged, well, yeah, that's great until they throw a horde at you. Yeah. You still need the area splash. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah. So... And you can even have, like, damage... DPS does kind of break into that. Single target DPS and splash DPS. Or DOT. Yeah. Dots over time. I love dots. Over time, oh, yeah. dots. Love dots. Love dots. I loved a warlock War that I had. I was going to say, just went warlocks out to the are film just was like, walking dots. Like, just went out to the <laughs> film and was like, this area of land is now death. Yes. Thud. You're like, and now y'all are my new friends. I, I can't me. remember what game it was, but there was one where you could stack fire, poison, acid, Bleeding. And it was quite literally switching weapons, switching weapons, switching weapons, switching weapons. Ah, oh, four or five dots going. Okay, oh. I'm moving on to something oh. else. Final Fantasy VII. Final Fantasy VII. I don't know how many people did this. One of the best things in that game was called the Enemy Skill Matera. Oh, hell yeah. You know what the f my favorite thing to do was? Grab a Marlboro. Damn, Skippy. Bad breath. Get a Marlboro. Bad breath. You're a poison, sleepy-ass frog. You were cool, but um, <laughs> uh, the battle arena in the Chuckabo or in the Golden Saucer, yeah, right. Mm -hmm. Every level you went through, and it would throw a slot, and the slot would break one of your commands or your materials type or whatever, and it takes something away. And so you'd go in, and it could break your weapon. So now you hit for ones. It mm -hmm. could break your attack materia, so you can't kill things. It could break. Your summons, it could break. Yeah. Your accessory. Enemy skill was god tier for that, and bad breath was literally the, I need a, before I move on to the next round and face the damn slot, this is where I'm going to heal. You're a sleepy frog. I'm going to regen. I'm going to buff. Yeah, I'm going to do gonna, all that I I'm need. I'm going to get myself back set up before I kill the sleepy ass frog. <laughs> or one of my favorite things that is in Monster Hunters with damage over time. Their damage over time doesn't stack the same. Mm -hmm. And there's a there's an exploit that's hilarious. And my Palico has a weapon that makes the monster go to sleep. I have a weapon that poisons it. Poison damage doesn't wake up a monster. 
So whenever I'm fighting a monster and it goes to sleep and it's poison, I'm like, well, gonna sharpen my sword. I'm gonna get all my buffs back. Gonna heal. I'm not losing any of my time. He's still taking like 50 damage every second to the face because he's poison and he's sleeping through it. So and then I'm, I'm gonna set up that. a big barrel bomb and get that times three <laughs> damage on the large barrel bomb. <laughs> I have a poisonous hammer, so the barrel bomb. Cheek, cheek, cheek. Whoa! <laughs> Times three the biggest hit I could deliver? Okay. Yes. Whereas my husband is DPS. He's just straight up DPS because he plays Insect Glaive. And he wanted to do that. And yeah, he couldn't do the same output of damage because once no. they fall asleep and they have poison, he can't wake it up with anything heavy. He yeah. can't wake it up with a barrel bomb that makes a difference. You know, before World, my sword and shield, bu- shield build was very much leading us to where we're going into the conversation. Yeah. It was a group hug build. Oh, yeah. I had the... You heel, had the heel, heel, the heel flute, the anger... The demon flute, the armor flute, mm-hmm. the antidote flute. I had life powders, and I... You needed paintballs back then so that you could... Where did the monster go? And I carry the large barrel bombs, and I'd mix more on the field. Oh, yeah. You're the Swiss Army knife. Uh, sort of... I could do... Decent damage. Mm-hmm. But no, my best damage would come from, oh, an elemental stack and a sleep and a blowing them up with a bomb. And hey, guy with the greatsword, here's a demon. Uh, here's a here's yeah. an attack buff for you. Go kill it. <laughs> yeah, it's sort of like uh, uh, the, the, the bow gun is now. Yeah. Where you have all this different kind of ammo to do different kind of things. And if you're by yourself, you're like, well, I mean, I can poison a lightning. It seems nice. I'm, when you get in a group. I'm decent by myself, but you get me some... Oh, man. I got a build that if I ran out there with it in world, I could stand back and just keep the party alive. Yeah, with, the, with, the a, sing, with a single partner, the Palicos would do damage equal oh, to... Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Equal Palico to, Mastery? Yes. Uh, because... It was a buff healer support role, yeah. which is what we're going into next. The The joke is, you know, call 911. We got a total party kill. He's killing us all. What's going on? We're in the sixth level dungeon and we don't have a healer. Well, when do you guys play? I'm off on Thursdays. <laughs> <laughs> well, my favorite thing that I ever learned from WoW, being a healer, because my class was healer. I played all the different healing classes. I played shaman. I played priest, all that. You cannot heal stupid. No. My favorite line is still, why are you standing in the fire? No. Why are you you're standing in the fire? I'm going to stop healing you now because you're in the fire, and I'm not wasting my mana on an and idiot. And it's always a hunter because, well, I can't move. Need heals. Need heals. Need heals. No, man. Sorry. No, you got you're, potions for your you're, stupidity. You're, you're chewing up far too quickly through my mana. <laughs> I'm going to go over here and heal this other thing that actually matters. Called the tank. Yeah. They're the one actually making. They're the reason you're not dying. I'm not healing you. If you didn't stand in fire, I'm not healing you. There's a boomkin over there. Exactly. He needs healing, and he's doing more than you. <laughs> oh God, boomkins are so touchy. I love what? playing my boomkin. Fuck. Though. That's the I Fuck played healers, and I played a boomkin because I got mad one day and decided I was going to make that. But yeah, you, you should... really can't make it without a healer, no matter how good your stats are. Clerics and yeah, ah. clerics and druids and bards and uh, oh, the effing paladin and in, in Diablo. 
Yeah. Yeah. That thing that, that then you get thorns around you, you get all this, and you're like, yeah. I'm going to heal. And they're like, oh, are you going to be okay? Yeah, I'm fine. And then something runs up against it. <laughs> <laughs> My presence kills them. <laughs> I'll be okay. Now, what now, type thor- of- Thorns literally is just, why hit yourself? Why hit yourself? Why yeah. sitting house? Why hit yourself? Because you get your armor and you get your damage reduction up high enough and they're hit. Does way more to them than it does to yeah, you. Yeah, and you're just like Thorns oh. is making them stand on the fire. Yeah, it <laughs> is. It really is. But it's like what a, type of person makes a healer? Very empathetic people. People that don't want to be in the front, that don't like the combat, but want to make sure things go right. That's what it always was for I me. I think See, for me, I think a lot of the what makes a what draws a person to the healer really is we must succeed the mission over the value of my own input. Yeah. See, These are like okay. the goal-focused people. Mm-hmm. I see more of the time healer as a role done out of necessity. There used to be a bad stigma of, well, you're the last one to show up, we need a healer. I no. always picked healer first. No, like, every time that I've played healer has not been because... Oh, you're the last one. You get to play healer. I'm like, yeah, no, I get to play healer. Yeah. No, it's, it was more of, hey, you, you can saw spells. Why, yes. Yes, I can. You, can you, uh, spec heals? Give me five minutes. Well, and with healers and wow, you, you couldn't just pick up being a healer. You had to learn that and you had to invest in it. So you picked that class knowing what you get into. Yeah. I will say there is dual, one. Dual classing was really fun in Lich King because it was like you need a DPS? I can do that. You need a healer? I can do do that that too. But one of the greatest things about it, one of the secret benefits for being a healer, and it's in an almost thing, it's in in Overwatch even. The line that it takes for you to get a party is one third the line of a DPS dude waiting to get in line. You just walk past and like, hi, hi, there's not many of me, so uh, I'm probably going to do this twice before you get in. I and I may heal. even be healing you. I can heal and actually do a decent job. You're in. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. What do you bring to the table? You're the part. You're, you're the party category that most people don't gravitate towards until they did. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's that's the one thing. If you have a great tank, you want to friend them. If you have a great healer in your group, you want to friend them. You want to follow them. (laughs) Yes. That's where the term pocket healer came from. Like, if you have great DPS, okay. You'll probably see him again. Yeah. You've got a great DPS, well, I'll throw you on my friends list and I'll keep you in mind. The sad thing with this DPS is you never ever shine for being amazing DPS. You'd shine for being shit DPS. Yeah. Because everybody's just expected DPS to be able to do certain things. And you didn't remember the ones that are like, wow, that dude's really good at managing his stuff. You'd always remember the guy that was like, run into the mob and get killed. Because no. me being a healer, yeah. I was always like, oh, oh, that son of a bitch is going to die. DPS <laughs> is... No, DPS is watching the guy run over there and just bring five more things when you notice that the tank is already oh. over-pulled. And no. you're like... Oh, if you're a and healer? You're, and you're the healer going, fuck! No. And you just look at the other person that's a spell slinger and go, please tell me that you bought your heal spells. No, there's worse than that. If you're a healer, I played a hero the entire time, all the way to Pandaren. The one thing that I hated is a DPS who thought, I won't get healed unless I get closer to the healer. 
Because maybe he's not clicking on me. Maybe he doesn't see me. And so this asshole kites five like aggro groups from the boss. I'm over there trying to keep the the the, no, the tank well healed and everything else. Tank. And then he runs no. towards the healer, and he's like, "Heal me, heal me, heal me, heal me." I'm like, as soon not as I only heal you, can I my not aggro heal is you. gonna be higher than yours. And all those friends you have there, let them kill you. you. Don't let them kill me. You're DPS. I got two more of you over here. <laughs> You're you are dispensable. <laughs> I am not. Speaking from from the law enforcement background, uh, DPS thinks they're the paramilitary specialist Green Berets. <laughs> All right, they're the Marines. If they do their job right, they get absolutely no credit. Because this is what you expect of them. You only notice if they're the door kicker and window licker. <laughs> yes. Well, and like... Firefox like has encountered a problem with windows. That continuing problem of DPS and people kiting things over to me is why I went shaman healer in the first place. Because you can build a shaman that does not die. Yes, you can. He can't move once his totems are up. But he don't die. You can move 30 feet. <laughs> yeah. Well, 20. 20, but you don't want to get in the, the, the boss's aggro range, because then yeah. the kited mob plus the boss, you're just like, eh, never uh, mind, my life wasn't worth that. <laughs> no. But that was, that's one of the things right now with Classic, is I was like, I'm going to buy all the skills. And people were like, you're ridiculous. Only buy the ones that you're going to be using. You're playing an elemental shaman. You should only buy be buying the elemental shaman things. And it's like, no, 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 no. I'm going to buy everything. Am I poor? Fuck right. I am goddamn poor. But guess what? Oh shit, the healer just fell. Respect. Not even a respect. It's literally just, okay, you guys are going to keep killing it because there's two rogues with me. And I'm here going, hi tank. Heal. <laughs> yeah. Heal. <laughs> he healing totem. Protection they're heels, but goddamn, if they're not saving the party. It's like, I'm going to put out a Wind Fury totem, because everyone's going to hit twice as hard now. I'm going to put out the uh, Stone Kin Skin kin totem. totem? Stone, stone Skin. Skin. Totem. Yes. Today's learning English lesson is brought to you by... <laughs> wait, wait. I, I'm serious. Stone Kin. Is, is it Stone Kin or Stone Skin? Skin. Stone Skin. Skin. Okay. Because... Ken. Both because of them make it, sense. Win. It, it, win. <laughs> because, We're going to make a Dr. Seuss book. Because it gives you more armor. So I'm like, be harder to die, kill it faster, yeah. and now I'm going to pu also put out my healing totem and just heal... Don't die. Okay, I'm gonna sit here, wait for some mana to come back. Heal. Whoa. And it bothers me that uh, shamans, for some reason, have their heals given to them backwards. Yeah. Normally you get the little heal, and then later on you learn the big heal. I think you start with healing rain. You, you healing rain is actually, that's wrath. That's late wrath. That, that is that is your end. That was amazing. I yes, it one. was. No, uh, the first thing that you uh, get is just a normal old healing wave. Yeah. And this thing chews through mana like nobody's business. Yeah. 
And then, like, about level 10 or 12, then you get lesser healing wave. And you're like, why did I, I start with the big one? I, I can heal just a little bit and not eat up a quarter of my mana. <gasps> this is completely off topic. Brian's going to stab me in the face. Um, you should give a chance to one of these days check out Hearthstone. Not for anything. That was a knife, and that's how I go. That's how I go. Oh, well. But we like uh, Jim. If you play, if you don't you lie to my face, I'm about to die. Shut your mouth. But, I didn't say I loved you. I said I liked you. I still don't believe you. No. <laughs> don't uh, start but, Balti's number because we're about to need a <laughs> But he's so quiet. <laughs> Good. He won't get stabbed. No, but go ahead and play Hearthstone at least once because all those wonderful totems that you remember as a shaman. Yes. They made it its power. And they're the most useless little POSs you'll ever play, and it is depressing. Oh, you mean like the way they are in retail right now? Mm-hmm. Yeah, Just fuck like, that shit. Yeah. What does my totem do? It's, it's, it's annoying. Distraction. It's care. annoying because I cannot set out whatever the hell four flavors that I want between air, fire, earth, yeah, you have and to have water. Like one. It's like here's the one, and it does these things, and I'm like. Where's my where's my options? I played this class because I could fill up all of the fucking action bars. No lie. Bottom, top bottom, mm-hmm. side right, side left. Filled with skills and shit that I could use. It was just like yeah, it was, it was one of the best I buff the classes. Skill. I always I always like to say that shamans take a minute, but we are. Just a walking buff machine mm-hmm. in raids. Yeah. Raids and dungeons? We're buff machines. Now, uh... Who's this guy? Moving on to <laughs> the thing that everyone expects from the wizard that I started out with. The Spanish Inquisition. Yes. To be a frost wizard? Yes. <laughs> the controller. Yeah. The debuff. The battlefield god. Yeah, warlocks too. The, the, the not you're not killing everything. You're funneling everything. You've got you're a wall over here, and that thing's an enemy striker. So I'm going to polymorph it into a sheep. Mm-hmm. And you're playing the wizard, so you're going to summon eight uh, monsters. And I don't see a bag of chips. Why did I just hear a bag of chips crumple? I scratched my leg and I've got Velcro tabs on my cargo pants. He scratched his leg and his leg is actually made of chips. Absolutely. <laughs> he gets hungry. What, what flavor? Depends how long have they been there. <laughs> <laughs> if you're saying ch- uh, like, Doritos, likely, I'm leaving. Likely Doritos nacho cheese. Nacho cheese. <laughs> Dang it, he's eating his leg again. <laughs> nom, 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 I didn't mean to move anywhere today. Um. But no, but I mean, going control, back to the control. Controller, yeah. what, what people expect, and it was debuffs and funnels, and it's another unsung class. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, I, mean, I mean, it makes the difference. Well, originally, CCing is a big part of a lot of games. It just, it's like you, like what you said. It's unsung anymore. It's less valued because, you know, nothing can kill me. The the promo to WoW Classic, where anything can kill you. Because it's true. Mm-hmm. You yeah. do need that fucking CC. 
Mm-hmm. You're gonna, you know, you're gonna turn in something into a sheep. I'm gonna turn something into a toad. Don't fucking touch them. Rogue, go sap the thing. We're gonna kill this, and then we're gonna go one, two, three, and take care okay. of the rest of them. This this is original WoW versus after a yes. few after we quit. <laughs> yeah, there was a place. If you started in the undead, you played it a lot. If you started, if you had to start in the hold. Yeah. Uh, in, the, in the horde. It was called the Violet... Uh, was it the Violet Hold? I can't remember. Anyways, it's a it's a oh. small dungeon that outside of it was these big SOBs. Right? In the original WoW, if you tried to get in there, you had to run your ass past them if you didn't have CC because they would auto-attack anyone out there. Now, when Dungeon Finder came into play, you could just teleport there. You don't have to worry about it and they wouldn't aggro. But it was the... Scar- no, Scarlet Crusades. Yes. The Scarlet Crusades. It was a big thing known that unless you could sap one of those SOBs or sheep them, they were huge. But that's why you, like, right now, because I'm playing it, and Scarlet Crusade is for easily, easily from level, like, 30 to 40, the dungeon that you play over and over and over. And I don't care if you are Horde or if you are Alliance, you're fucking playing Scarlet Crusade because it's either that... Because you want the Beast Whistle. Well, you either went there or you were literally in the middle of Horde territory. And if you aren't playing Horde, have fun. Yeah. Because we will hunt you down. Yeah, you needed the CC though because you couldn't just... It used to be you couldn't run past them very easily. They changed that, but at the same time, you would want a warlock or priest. Now, one of the fun things, this is a small thing. Fear. Well, yeah. I don't really know if y'all remember mind control being in the game for the priest. (laughs) They used to let you do it on the stupid Zeppelins back in the day. You'd get into a duel with an alliance member. You'd be like, aha, and you'd wait to do this duel on the Zeppelin. When you're over a horde territory, and then you'd mind control them and walk them off the side of the Zeppelin. This skill no longer procs when you're on the Zeppelin, because people will do this all the time. Mind control, dude, and drop them in enemy territory, and then horde players would just come out and beat the ever-loving hell out of them. And their little ghost would be in the middle of nowhere, and they're like, how the hell? (laughs) (laughs) But that was the joy of control, because Uh, some monsters are... Not you, you don't want them in the fight, and you can't kill them immediately, so sap. Oh, because well, my frog. friend even did that. I have a friend who always, always, always plays a Shadow Priest. It's his favorite class. He's got one in Classic right now. And at the time, I think my other friend was playing a Hunter. Now, I make the joke of Hunt Hard. This was actually someone who knows how to play a Hunter without killing everyone else in the raid. Yeah. So, anyways... Whatever they're doing, they're, like, taunting this guy and my friend playing the Shadow Priest is just like, oh, yeah, mind control, just walks him off the edge. And if you do that to anyone who is wearing chain or above, what you have just done to them is essentially given them, like, a bill. Because now they have to repair that shit. And they just come back saltier than ever and it's like I think it was someone trying to duel and they're like mind control off the cliff mm-hmm. there's a place back, there's a place out behind Ogremar that people would duel and every time a shadow priest walked up you're just like nope I'll pick the next one 
Well, you know, uh, we were talking about Pathfinder, first edition Pathfinder, class tier list. Who are the best classes at what level and what have you. And I, I told a friend, I'm only going to do this once. What? I'm only going to do this once. You're already running this game that you've been running before. The first class, the first group that ran through this, they were all dragon riders and tied to a dragon and all this weird mythic level bullshit and all this mess. Human fighter. No, I'm going to run human wizard. Okay. And by the end, I'm going to ascend to godhood. Whether you want me to or not. (laughs) <laughs> and this is the first character that I ever ran that actually ascended to godhood because we we arranged it. But everyone else was these hyper tied to the dragons that he gave them. No, mine was just, it was my taxi. Mm-hmm. I'm going to show you how to control as a, as a, okay, cool, great. Okay, watch this, Adams. You're going to use this trick later. Dazing magic missile. What? Dazing magic missile. Every time you hit, you are dazed for a round, unable to take an action. Magic missile creates six missiles at this level. You are dazed. You cannot move. You cannot act. You cannot do for six rounds. Mm-hmm. Fuck. Do you just daze them to death? No, yeah. just once. Just dazed once. And- six rounds is a lot of damage and, in any arc. And made you, made you my bitch. So the next time we play, the next time we run into this enemy, the enemy spellcaster, I pull out a note card. I set it face down on the table. Enemy spellcaster casts dazing magic missile. I flip over the spell card or the uh, the, the note, note card. card. Note card. Yeah. It says contingency, dazing magic missile, time stop. Hmm. What? Yeah. You set up a scroll of time stop. Tie it to a contingency spell. Mm-hmm. The enemy spellcaster just cast dazing magic missile before it can go off. Don't I now go. have six rounds of actions. Yes. <laughs> what? Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's like playing a blue and and magic the gathering. This is controller at its finest. Oh yeah. Well, and Which denial. I hate, I hate blue. I hate blue so much. I, this is not my favorite role. This is something that I've grown to do very well because of system mastery. It is not my chosen role. You will never find me paying a nine-level spellcaster in Pathfinder for a fun game. If we're going to play a fun game, I'm going to play a rogue. Yeah. I'm going to play a rogue. I'm going to play an archer. I'm going to play a skill monkey. I got a, there's a, there's an investigator class that you give up all their alchemy to, uh, to, to hybrid into a swashbuckler style. I'm going to take that. But the, but the alchemy investigators is a whole tier over. Yeah, I don't care. I'm not out here for power because power gets boring to me. Yeah. Like. I like to have fun. (laughs) Yeah, like the uh, monk that I'm playing right now. Can I probably deal up more DPS than I am right now? Yes. Because I have Hex, I have Booming Blade from one feat. But the second feat that I took was all about helping the rest of the group. It's um, whatever the fighter things are where you point at a person and tell them what to do. Leadership roles? 
No. I can't think of the name. Commands or something like that. Something like that. My thing is, I took the two of Rogue's always, like, you know, complaining that he's not doing enough damage. Okay. Fine, then. I will walk up to something, and if, because I can punch it, and then I'm going to look at you and go, Hey, you, it's paying attention to me now. Stab it in the kidney. 66. For stabbing it in the kidney damage. Or the fighter that's like, I'm so slow, I can never get there, and then the thing dies. Okay, I'm going to punch it. Hey, fighter, use your half half your movement. Mm -hmm. Get your ass up here, and now hit it. Well, we ran incredibly long tonight, so uh, we're going to go ahead and break this up in a two-part episode. Next week, we'll talk about non-combat roles. The music was Kevin McLeod's from Incompetech.com. Faster does it in Darkseeland, intro and outro, respectively. I'll see you next week.